0: It's the most wonderful time of the year, with kids jingle-belling and everyone telling to be of good cheer. Okay, that's enough of that. There's one thing that we got a worship team for, and that's for me not to be on it. So I appreciate you putting up with that. For the last nine months... We have been through a lot. I tell you, we have gone from orange to yellow to orange and back to yellow, and I'm like, we need a bigger color palette or something, and I know that you've got to be a little bit weary. Okay, maybe you're very weary. Okay, maybe you're a lot weary. Is that a better way to put it then? Maybe you're a lot weary through this? For Christmas, for me, like, I love Christmas, but I love it to be simple. For me, like when I think about putting up lights on the house, I actually thought about if I ever build a house, I'm going to make it so that the eaves kind of open and the Christmas lights drop out, and then I can just tuck them back up in after Christmas. I've actually thought about building a hidden bookcase that I could put the Christmas tree in and then pull it out and then put it back away. Because, like, if you live in my house, I grew up with Christmas starting on Christmas Eve. And so I got like the 12 days of Christmas till January the 6th, that was it, till I married my wife. She loves Christmas. And we moved to the States and I thought it was going to be the end, like Thanksgiving weekend, the Christmas tree and decorations went up. And I'm like, this is not the way it's supposed to be. This, this is way too early until I moved back home. And she put it up the day after Remembrance Day. So we've had our tree up and house decorated since November the 12th. I don't know about you, but it's it's a crazy already. Like how many of you would say, I I need a break from Christmas. Like, you know, maybe it's the worst right now. Maybe you're like, I'm not putting my hand up because I'm sitting next to my spouse and there's no way I'm gonna do that. If you need a break already from the weariness that you felt, even in this season or over the last nine months, just go ahead and type like break in the chat as it's going on. You know, some of the things that we think about that you need is that we frequently feel like we're being rushed in this season. That's what creates that weariness is we feel this constant rush to complete things and get things done. But our society is doing that to us. Just think, you manage your finances and your life on an app. You're on social media, and one of the names of them is called TikTok, which sounds like time passing by, right? And then maybe you got Amazon Prime, where you get it in two days. I can tell you the other day, I got like all excited because I put something in Amazon Prime to buy it, and it said that I would get it in one hour. And I was like, no way. I was like so excited. And then I looked, and I noticed I had my son's address, who lives in Seattle, in there, and he gets it in one hour. There was no way I was getting it in one hour. One delay or one interruption, we would be in a wreck. If we just had one delay or one interruption in our life, you think about the weariness that you would feel. You're having difficulties really making decisions, thinking about the overload that you're experiencing. You think about as you go out to shop or whatever you're trying to do and plan for your house, think about how much that begins to increase. Just pick a couple items, think about like shampoo, like really, shampoo. I mean it comes in flower scents, it comes in fruit scents, it comes like in vegetable scents probably. One of these days I'm gonna pull it out and put it like topping on my salad or something, they keep increasing it. Television, when I was growing up I was lucky if you had three channels. Now you got 100, 200, 300, how many channels do you want and by the time you make a decision about what it is you wanna watch, it's over when you go back to the channel. We are bombarded by choices. We are the most informed generation ever of useful and useless information when you think about it. Do you wrestle with indecision? You got a trouble coming up with an answer for that one? <laughs> no, I'm just teasing you. We wrestle with indecision all the time. Tension at Christmas time rises like you wouldn't believe. We all really wanna be loving people. We all really wanna care for others. But when you think about the peace that leaves us and the tension that comes up with others, family members, friends, coworkers, whatever that may be, it's because we're being bombarded constantly with things. And you know why that is? It's because your soul is not at peace. It's because you're forever chasing, you're forever rushed, you're forever doing the feuds that happen. I have a gift for you today, and that gift comes from the king we serve, which is peace. He wants you to have peace. How do we help you find that peace? It comes from one of the most popular verses in Scripture that I enjoy so much, and that's Psalm 23. Psalm 23 really tells us that we need a shepherd. Everybody needs a shepherd when you think about what we're going through. It starts out like this in Psalm 23, verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. Think about that. The Lord is my shepherd. There's a key word in there right off from the beginning, and it's the word my. If you're ever gonna find peace With the Lord being your shepherd, the first thing you need to do is to accept him as your shepherd. That's the very first thing you need to do. You're going to struggle finding peace if you don't have the Lord at the center of all that it is you're doing. I even think it's pretty cool that him being born was revealed to the shepherds in the field. For us to think about, is he your shepherd? When you hear this scripture, is he truly your shepherd. See, in order to be the sheep of that shepherd, you need to make that decision first. The rest of it won't matter if you're not allowing him to be your shepherd. As it continues on, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not want. The shepherd, it starts by us not being in want. It starts by us understanding that the shepherd meets the needs of the sheep Because the Lord is the good shepherd, he will help me be content. See, what we're going through at this time of the year is everything you see, everything you experience, everything that you're taking in, whether you're at the store, whether you're watching television, they are disguising for you and being bombarded, they are giving you your wants disguised as your needs because that's what's happening. They're disguising wants as your needs, and it's not true. See, a sheep, if we don't have a shepherd to lead us and guide us, we'll get distracted. We'll wander off. We can even get in times that lots of harm will come to us. In 2005, 2006 in eastern Turkey, there was a flock of 1,500 sheep in the field. The shepherds of that flock decided that they were going to go have breakfast and they left no one to care for the sheep. 400 sheep walked off the edge of a cliff to their death. The only reason the other 1,100 didn't die is because of the 400 that went over before them to break the fall. Sheep without a shepherd will follow wherever they keep moving as a flock. You can't be finding your way if you don't have the shepherd. The shepherd makes us move away from the wants that we have to needs. We can get easily distracted without him. One of the things we do in our family, we've done this for years now, is when we put up our Christmas tree, I notice it's getting ahead in in holidays, but the first thing ever that goes on our tree is this huge spike. And the reason we put that on is because we can be so distracted by the lights Distracted by the ornaments, distracted by the gifts, distracted by everything that comes with this season. But we need to remember that the gift that came was our freedom for eternal life to the birth of that child. And we hang this so we don't become distracted by everything else that's gonna go on there. And we put this spike just in a remembrance to say, This child was born so that I may be free. That's what the shepherd helps us to not be distracted. The smartest people in the world are telling you that you're discontent. The shepherd makes sure you're not discontent. The smartest people in the world are telling you that the next thing you buy, get, or whatever will fulfill that discontentment and you will be content. Only the shepherd can supply that for you think about all that's out there the tv billboards ads you know buy this drive this it's a bigger house it's a faster car it's a nicer clothes it's a fresher breath it's whiter teeth it's like a slimmer body I'm telling you like they can advertise skinny jeans all they want this big old boy ain't fitting in them right I don't care what they say but that's what they're bombarding us with. I had an economics teacher who said this. The average person will never have enough money to satisfy the unlimited wants in this world. The key is to temper your wants and take care of your needs. And the only way you take care of your needs, to know what your needs are, so they're not disguised, you don't have wants disguised as needs, is through the good shepherd is accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Because in April, I'm sure it's changed already, Amazon sells, on average, 4,000 items per minute. That's 5.7 million items per day, 40 million items in a month. If you were to chase that, I don't know about you, but like I'm way behind on my shopping based on that. We are being bombarded and distracted. The Good Shepherd knows what you need, and he knows what the next thing is that you need, and the next thing that you need. But you have to accept him as the Good Shepherd. He distinguishes, the Good Shepherd distinguishes my needs from my greeds. Because the world's trying to tell us everything we need when it really in a lot of cases, is greets. What we need is love. What we need is to love each other. What we need is to love our world. What we need is to love the person that doesn't know Christ yet so much that we're willing to do. Even if you watched a pre-service with Jeremy and Giselle, get one of those experience boxes for Christmas Eve and share it with your neighbor. Love them enough to do that. The scripture continues on, And it says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. See, there's times as sheep that we need to lie down. But if we don't have the shepherd to tell us when to lie down, what happens with a sheep? There's three times in a sheep's life, or in a day, or hour, whatever they go in lifespan with and thinking, that they won't lie down. They won't lie down if they're anxious. They actually won't lie down if there's tension between the sheep. Sheep are very relational and they won't lie down if they're hungry. And I think that's pretty similar to us when we think about it. When we have needs that need to be met, when we have needs that need to to reach out to where we are and think about that. For us, living at such a fast pace, we experience all three of those things also. We experience a lack of rest. We're just running like never before. We experience lack of reflection in making good decisions that we need to make. And we lack in relationship. During this whole COVID 19, there's a lot of things that have been challenging. Health seems to be number one. But another thing that we're suffering is relationships relationships with others and relationships with our relationship with God, the Good Shepherd. We need to make sure that we're allowing him to help us know when we need to lie down. Because if we don't, we're gonna crash and burn. The shepherd helps us understand that. He removes the anxiousness that we have, the tension with others, and the hunger for more. He slows our pace. But the only way that he can slow our pace is through time with him. The shepherd and the sheep spend time together. Some of you are simply just exhausted today. You're just worn right out. Maybe you've come in here and it's taken everything for you to be in this room today, and maybe it's taken everything for you to get up and be online today. But I want you to know the good shepherd knows that you're exhausted. He knows that you need to reach out to him. But you need to accept him as your shepherd. The other thing that when he lies us down in green pastures, you gotta think about green pastures, they're plenty. Wherever God takes us, it will be plentiful. It's green because it's healthy. It's good for us. It's what we need. And it's comforting. I can tell you, when I was in Israel A couple of years ago, and I went out to the the fields where the, the flock of sheep would be. It was in November, and the fields were brown, and there was no sheep in the brown fields. When we get away from following the good shepherd, and we think we know best, when we finally realize and ask him to be our shepherd... There may be days you lift your head up and you see nothing but brown pastures around you. And I hope that during that time is when you'll reflect and you'll ask him to be your shepherd, to return. Sheep cannot rest without the presence of the shepherd. The shepherd protects them. Wherever you are, Whatever is distracting you, however exhausted you are, ask him to be your shepherd. Everyone needs a shepherd. It goes on and it says, he leads me beside still waters. He gives peace and calmness along still waters. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to be by Niagara Falls. I mean, when you stand right by the roar of that going over the cliff, And I've stood there and thought about, man, that would be scary to be out there in the middle of that. The sound alone, the force that comes with that moving. And sheep of the same thing is they don't like it around turbulent water and noisy water for a couple of reasons. It just agitates them. And also, they can't see or sense when enemies are coming around them because of the noise. The enemy, the predator, can sneak up on them even so much more easily But do you know what happens in our lives when we move away from the good shepherd and not allow him to guide us, to lead us near still waters? Is we begin to lose the ability to reflect and to be ready. To be ready to move, to be ready for what the next thing is for us. And the reason is, is because we've drifted away and in the busyness of everything, we can no longer hear the Holy Spirit speaking to our spirit because we've crowded it out with all the noise. In the quietness, in the quietness of life, in the quietness of Christ being your good shepherd, in that stillness that we're all longing for at this time of the year, you'll sense the presence of the Holy Spirit like never before. Just to come to a point and say, I surrender to the shepherd. And then listen, listen when he whispers to you. Will you hear it because you've become still? Will you hear it because you've allowed him to put you near quiet water? Will you hear him when he talks to you? And then will you let God direct you? That's what this shepherd does. Shepherd uses the staff and he just lays it to the side and the sheep go this way and he lays it to the other side and the sheep move back. Will you allow him to guide you? Will you be ready to make that move as he guides you? God is asking you today. Maybe he's asking you like right now, whether you're in this room, whether you're at home, no matter where you are, maybe he's asking you right now Will you let me be your shepherd? Will you set it all aside and let me be your shepherd? Everyone needs a shepherd. In John 10, starting in verse 11, it tells us what the difference is between a shepherd and anyone else. The good shepherd, the difference. And it says this, I am the good shepherd The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees a wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Some of us need to be reminded of that today. Some of us need to hear the difference between the good shepherd and everything else that's going on because we're probably thinking about our health, we're probably thinking about our children, we're probably thinking about our employment, our finances, our job, you name it, you put whatever it is on the list that you're worried about, but the good shepherd cares. Not many more care, but the good shepherd cares. And those that are in his flock with him that you can be part of care. He will protect us. When I was coaching hockey a number of years ago, I told all the kids when I was coaching them, I said, I will go to the wall for you. If you just follow and do everything that I ask you to do, I'll make sure that I protect you. You're not going to get hurt. I'll make sure I take care of you. I didn't know what those words meant at the time when I said them to the kids. And I had this one young man get a penalty. and He wasn't making his way to the penalty box in a good way. He was, he was taking his time to get there. He was disgruntled about being called for a penalty. But he got in there. But when he got in there, A man who was walking by behind the benches grabbed him because he didn't like him delaying coming to the penalty box. It wasn't his dad. It wasn't any relative of his. It was just this man who grabbed him and began to shake him. Between the penalty boxes and the bench is just a short glass. It's not like it is now with a tall glass. I probably would never have. And within seconds, I found myself over that glass separating that man from that child because I promised that kid that I would protect them, that I was gonna be their coach. God will protect you like that. He is the good shepherd. He is the good shepherd. He's not the hired hand who just runs off. He's gonna be there with you every day of every minute, even when it feels like that he is not there with you. He is there with you. And you just need, sometimes we, we, we welcome God. We say, God, we welcome you here today. Do you know what? He is already here today. We don't need to welcome him. What we need to ask him is make us more aware of your presence. Make us more aware of your presence. Help us to push away the greeds. Help us to push away the things that get disguised as our needs, that their wants. Help us to just cry out to you as our shepherd. Because everyone needs a shepherd. Everyone needs a shepherd in their life. When I think of the shepherd with the staff, when you think of that what he has, at one end he can poke to defend, he can hook to rescue, or he can put it horizontal to guard as a gate for you. The good shepherd loves you. He wants to be your shepherd. He wants you to be his sheep. Today you need to say, Lord, I want you to be the good shepherd in my life. Everyone needs a shepherd. It goes on in the scripture and it says, He restores my soul. The focus of our soul is in the chasing world, is the busyness and fears that come with it. My dad used to have this saying: he said, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Because when we're busy, We're not focusing on what God wants us to focus on. We're just running from one thing to the next thing. We're no different than the sheep with the shepherd. We just move from the next tougher grass to the next tougher grass to the next tougher grass till we're over the cliff and we all wonder what happened. If He can't make you bad. He make you busy. Time together is so important. Time with the shepherd is so important. The scripture tells us that not only does the shepherd know the sheep, the sheep know the shepherd, and that only comes with time spent together. The void that we feel at times in our lives, the void that is left empty, cannot be filled by anything other than the good shepherd. You can chase whatever you want. You can try and fill it with whatever you want. You can let others try and fill it with whatever you want. But until you ask him to be your shepherd, that void will always feel like it's empty. See, the thing the good shepherd brings with us is we carry a lot of baggage. And so no matter what part of our life seems to be struggling, when we say, Lord, I want you to be my shepherd, he restores us. He not only restores us partially, he restores us completely. He restores the whole person that we are. He restores our mind. He restores our body. He restores our soul. He restores our spirit. He brings peace to all those areas of our life because he's the good shepherd. God has a plan for you. God has a plan for you. You are way too valuable to the shepherd to allow you to miss out on what he has planned for your life. You are way too valuable to the shepherd to miss out on what he has planned for you for your life. Everyone needs a shepherd. He fills us with new grace every day. Every day if we get up and say, Lord, shepherd me today. Show me the way. Teach me what I need. Help me to rest. Help me to reflect. Help me to restore. Help me to be in the place where I can hear you speak to my spirit through the Holy Spirit. Help me to rest. Maybe this represents a little bit of what a day might be for you. This is everyone needs a shepherd. Today has progressed like most other days, not knowing what's coming, somewhat in a haze. At times I do stop and try to change things, but the demands that I feel, oh, the stress it does bring. I'm smart and I know better, I think in my head. The day still continues and fills with more dread. If only there was someone to guide, show the way, someone who knew, who would listen and knew what to say. This time of year can get crazy indeed. The rush and the fuss, what is it I need? Just that one more thing I think that I'll get for a friend, for my family, it is a sure bet. But wait, stop the chaos, stop all of the fuss. One thing is missing, the one thing's the must. Not a gift, not a tree, for sure no more lights. Oh, I know what it is, it's locked into my sights. It's Christmas for sure, it's not all about me. It's about Jesus, his birth, and all to be free. Like lost sheep we follow the lay of the land, moving and grazing without much of a plan. A shepherd we need is the cry of the soul, to guide us, to feed us, to make us all whole, to help us to rest, to remove any fear, for the shepherd knows best when danger is near. Not just any shepherd, not the ones in disguise, but the one who does love me without compromise. Through prayer we connect, getting stronger each day. Lean into the shepherd, for he knows the way. Peace from the shepherd is what we all need, to restore our soul, to follow his lead. All that will distract us, we need it to cease, for the good shepherd gives complete and full peace. The question today is not, will you receive the gift of peace this Christmas? The question is, will you receive the shepherd who will bring you peace? When you make a decision to turn your life over to the good shepherd, peace will come like never before you'll have a sense of guiding, of loving, of caring that only the good shepherd can bring. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your love. I thank you that you lay things down for us as a a shepherd with sheep. And it's, it's good for us to see and even look at from that perspective, Father. So often this time of year, we can get uh, distracted. We can, we can think it's all about us or, or all about the next thing we wanna get or, or whatever we bring bombarded with. But the bottom line is, everyone needs a shepherd. Everyone needs a shepherd. Father, those are, those are, there are people here today who came in with stuff they're struggling with probably. There's people online who are thinking about reflecting on the things that you have brought to them, not because of me, but you have prompted through the Holy Spirit in their own lives that you're whispering to them, surrender to the shepherd. Surrender to the shepherd. The good shepherd will never fail you. The good shepherd will always care for you. The good shepherd will always protect you. Help us just to say, Lord, be my shepherd every day. Every day, be my shepherd. And we'll give you the glory in all that we say and do. In your name we pray, amen. Maybe you're going through a storm. Maybe you are totally not experiencing peace right now. And maybe you've prayed the prayer or you've asked the Lord this morning to be your shepherd. Maybe you've heard him answer you. This next song is gonna talk about the peace that you can experience in the storm. And I would encourage you that as you sing it, whether you're here or whether you're at home or online, wherever you may be and where you're listening to this later in the week, that you can find that peace that comes from the good shepherd. That as you sing with the team here, that you would sing loud and you would say it loud that I need a shepherd and I need peace. May you find the peace that only he can bring you.